Mike check one two one two. Mike check one two one two. It's a taste to consider podcast. I'm your host, Derek Silver, and we back back for another episode. The podcast of many tastes. Yes, indeed. I swear I done started this recording over about two, three times because I done messed up. I didn't hit the recorder on the record button on the recorder. I didn't hit the record button on <laughs> the video. So I had to keep jumping back and forth, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but we back, back for another episode of Rocky Star, but we going to get it going. Yes, let's go. Yes, indeed, it's a Taste to Consider podcast. We are back for another episode. Let's go. It's a PVO party on the block. Snacks to them bites creeping slowly in that drop. Yeah, yeah, let them know who come to cops. Yeah. Or it's to pick up one of them fine ass hood thoughts. You don't understand the summer at the crib. Holes in them lords, I put it all on the fence. Folks of the kings, they'll show you what it is. Because we was dead, we's trying to get it how we live. New steppers. Say, stick us to the podcast, let's go. Family laugh while the music blast. 215s in the back, they hit me on the ass. Mad for last swag, I pay it all in cash. We both know he lying when he say he take off back. It don't matter, just throw that shit up in the back. Show kip my line and say I better pull up fast. Got me tweaking speed, seeing lights up in the dash. Cause it's an all summer party, gonna be hella ass. New steppers, good weather, bad bitches, nothing better. Say sticking to the podcast. Chicken, 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 chilling, chilling, smoking while I'm sipping. Niggas watching how I'm living, living. Women in the kitchen, 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 cooking, cooking. Can't wait for my daughter make it out of Central Bookings. Looking two tubs in the back, back. Slap, slap. I'm a player, baby. Can't be doing all that. And all that. She gave me that pussy and I put that on the map. That on the map. She never ran into a mat. Facts, facts. Wash shoes, baby. Say sticking to the podcast. Yes, sir. We back for another episode. Let's go. I hustle, stack it, flip it, double it, triple it Nigga be fibbing about the digit that they be getting But all my niggas know One foot on my pivot When I shoot that, I don't miss it I got bitches that wanna come kick it And when they finish, I'm gon' hit it slow Money on the flow, yeah This one for the hustle, stacking figures And the big booty strippers I wanna see you climb up the pole Walking on the ceiling, twerking, spinning While I'm spinning, baby, get it, get it, get it Hey, take a sit up podcast We back for another episode Let's go Nothing better, yeah 
to consider podcast let's go starting another episode off with Stilo. that was Stilo with his new single my love yes we back for another episode man this is what the third fourth try <laughs> of this episode oh man i'm glad i got hit all the recorders <laughs> this time shit we back for another episode. It feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. Yes, indeed. Man. Uh, Where am I start? Where am I start? <laughs> you try. You, <laughs> you done messed up the other recording, so you trying to figure out it. Am I going to start the way I started last time? I'm just going to flow how I go or what? You know what I'm saying? But we back for another episode, man. Taste to Consider Podcast. Um, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon. And we on YouTube. Got to reiterate that fact that we are on YouTube. Taste to Consider Podcast. I'm your host, Dirk Silver. The taste of a Taste to Consider Podcast. Excuse me, burp number one, five minutes in, but technically, excuse me, burp number two, technically about 45 minutes in after order, like I literally, literally recorded 30 minutes worth, well, I didn't even record, I talked 30 minutes and didn't get it on the recorder, so got it on the recorder. Two burps in already five minutes into the actual recording of this episode. Yes, we're back. Appreciate everybody who listened to the last episode, all the feedback that I got, all the feedback that I always get from each and every episode. I appreciate you. Yes, indeed. I appreciate everybody who take the time to sit down and listen to the show or watch the show. You are very much appreciated. You are a friend of the show. Man, I appreciate all the people who hit me up, that slide me topics, that ask me questions, all that other stuff. Keep bringing that in. Yes, indeed. Man. It is Saturday evening, Saturday night. Yes, indeed. You know, the time is going to move forward tonight. Tonight slash tomorrow. You know how it goes. But, yeah. So, we about to spring forward. About to have the real, real new year. <laughs> but yeah, we back. Back for another episode. Man, I'll tell you. One of the biggest irritations that I have is like people not paying attention to the small detail of things. And the reason I bring that shit up is, is because, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new neighbor, right? So they just moved. They moved in probably a few months ago, like last year sometime, probably around November, because I believe they moved in when I was on my birthday trip in November when I was in uh, Nashville. Because I was, I saw, you know what I'm saying, when I was checking my ring app and everything, I saw when they was moving in and stuff like that. So 
when the Bama first moved in, this Bama was parking everywhere. Like in, in in my townhouse neighborhood, each and every resident gets one reserved parking space, and and that's like right in front of the townhouses. And then and in those reserved parking spaces, they have like a couple of visitor parking spaces sprinkled in. But on the outside of the parking lot of the houses, in the middle of the parking lot, like it's like an island. But around that island, it's at least like 50 parking spaces, visitor parking spaces. So it's like a it's like a lot of visitor parking spaces in my neighborhood. So I come home today. This Bama was in my parking space. I'm like, bro, you've been here long enough to know that this is not your fucking parking space. <laughs> you in my parking space. So that's one of the, that's one of the biggest irritations for me. People parking in my parking spaces. <laughs> my parking space man so i ain't really tripped this time because like i say he my neighbor he lived directly next to me so it's just one parking space over so i just parked in his space but i don't want this bama to get into a habit of thinking that this is his parking space and he can just park in it so after today we're gonna see how everything goes but what's funny is it's this it's this couple right in in my neighborhood. They live a couple of houses down from me. So remember I said like we have reserved parking sp- one reserved parking space for each resident. And remember I said that there's visitor parking spaces sprinkled in a couple of, you know, visitor sp- parking spaces sprinkled in to the reserved parking spaces. So they're fortunate enough to have a, their reserved parking space directly in front of their house. Because the way the houses are built, everybody's parking space isn't in front of their townhouse. So they're one of the fortunate people in the neighborhood to have their parking space directly in front of their house. But another thing is they have one of the only sprinkled in visitor parking spaces directly beside their reserve space. So let me tell you what these members be doing, right? These bamas hold on to that visitor parking spaces because they they may they want to make sure that they keep both of their cars in front of their houses. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no problem with that. I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? But what irritates me about it is the work that they put in to make sure that they keep both of those parking spaces. I mean, these bamas, like they like the husband leave like six, seven o'clock in the morning to go to work or five o'clock in the morning to go to work or something like that if he parked in the visitor parking space the day before she will come out in the morning when he go to work and he'll move his car and she will move her suv right in that visitor space <laughs> on the weekends if they about to go somewhere or just randomly like you know what i'm saying i I'm the type of person like I pay attention to everything. Like I, I was taught to pay, be aware of your surroundings at all times. I would that's just the way I was taught. So I, I see everything. I see everything. Literally, I see everything. <laughs> so, like if they randomly going out somewhere with their kids or something like that, and if they decide to take the SUV and it's parked in the visitor parking space. She'll move the the SUV out the parking space just enough so he can move his car into the visitor space so they can keep that joint. And then they, they just do that shit, alternate that shit every day 
every week, every month for the past year and a half or two years that they've been living in this neighborhood. <laughs> it's to the point like, man, I noticed that like other people in the neighborhood obviously have noticed it to the point where they, they make sure that they park their, their cars in that visitor space so the up the couple don't do it like people be like niggas be competing over that jump <laughs> and it's crazy because i'll be saying to myself man if i had a second car i would park that fucking second car in that visitor space so their asses cannot get that shit because they be being too pressed it's just like it's too pressed and i'm and I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I don't have petty moments and I've never been petty in anything like that because I'm human. You know what I'm saying? And the petty in me, man, I wish I had a second car because they would never have that fucking visitor space. I would leave my second car in that joint. <laughs> man, I swear. I remember like uh, I think it was in December or maybe January, December 2021 or January 20 of this year, 2022. It snowed one of the times that it snowed. Right. And they didn't have the visitor parking space at that time. It was one. of It was an elderly lady that lives a couple of houses down from me. Right. So. You know, everybody was coming outside after the snow finished or whatever, shoveling, digging themselves out of the parking spaces and stuff. These motherfuckers, man, this is when I lost a lot of respect for them outside of them being pressed about that parking space. These niggas, like I said, they reserve parking spaces directly beside the visitor parking space. These niggas dug out their car, but put all the snow that they shoveled that was in front of their car in front of the elderly lady's car and then left that shit literally left that shit it was a good thing that the elderly lady you know what i'm saying she don't come out as much and she didn't come out while the snow was still sitting there by the time she came out the snow had already melted that was probably like almost a week afterwards but you know what i'm saying the disrespect to them and and it's funny because I saw another neighbor in the neighborhood say something to them about that. You know what I'm saying? Because that was some that was some trash ass shit that they did to sit there and dig out the snow that was in front of your car and put it in front of somebody else's car that was in the visitor space. That was some trash ass shit. But yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, my car is not in my reserve space today. It's beside my reserve space. So. I'm going to let dude slide today, but we're going to see what's going to happen after tomorrow, and then it's going to be another situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you listen to this podcast enough, you know that I'm a type of person where I have to really make sure that I'm calm in situations, in confrontational situations, because it could go totally left when it comes <laughs> comes to me. But yeah, I'm a reformed man. I'm a healed man. I'm a evolved man. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I ha- I make sure I handle situations kind of differently these days. But yeah, we we here. We here for another episode. I honestly didn't know if I was going to record today because like I already said, I was I was messing up the recordings. I didn't hit the record button on the recorder. I didn't hit the record button on the video and all that other stuff. I was just totally thrown off right before 
I I started to record, but that was my fault or whatever because um I uh yeah, I don't want to get into it, but something happened personally and it it just threw it just threw the whole vibe off or whatever. It just threw the whole vibe off. Ah, man, life. So yeah, we back for another episode. Recap of the last episode. I don't really remember what the last episode was about. I don't I normally don't really get into listening to my episodes after I record them, even though, you know what I'm saying, I gotta edit the audio and the video. Most of the time I do spot checks throughout the audio and I do spot checks throughout the video because I'm so routine and doing everything that I really don't foresee me having any mishaps or anything like that. So yeah, I don't really remember what I, I don't really remember too much of what I talked about last episode cuz honestly, it felt like I haven't recorded in weeks. Like recently days have been going by fast, days have been going by slow. Sometimes I don't be knowing what day it is or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I just I was just all over the place this past week and and stuff like that. So yeah, but I did get feedback from the episode, good feedback and stuff like that. So I appreciate all of that. Ah, uh, man. So I don't have, I honestly don't have no recap of the show other than I appreciate everybody who who uh, reached out to me, who listened to the show, who watched the video and all that other stuff. Um, Yeah, so let me get into this, this episode. Uh, I'm going to start off with movie and TV reviews. Start off, keep it, keep it light right now. So I ain't really watched too much this uh, week. I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I ain't watch any TV shows like that or no movies or anything. I did finish off the uh, the season of Grand Crew. I talked about that show on last episode. It's on the Peacock Network. It's uh, The show is called Grand Crew. It's a black, black sitcom. And, yeah, I enjoyed it. It got, you know what I'm saying, some witty banter to it. It's, it's got a a few good jokes to it, you know what I'm saying, it's funny, it's a, got a good concept to it, and I enjoyed it, it was 10 episodes, so I finished the last episode uh, this week, but uh, the main show that I was watching this week was Inventing Anna on uh, Netflix, and if anybody who's already watched it or who knows about the show, y'all know that Anna is a real person, like this is based off of true events, and man, I gotta say, man, <laughs> I don't like talking about people and stuff like that. But man, for people to get caught up into con games and stuff like that, like it's some naive and gullible ass people in this world, man. Oh my goodness, man! Watching that series, it's a limited series. I believe it had nine episodes. I finished it like a couple days ago yeah finished it thursday night man for this to be a, a, a true story true events it's crazy man that people get get so caught up into con games man uh, and i swear man white privilege is a beautiful thing man i swear because all the crimes that anna committed and <laughs> she out of jail right now and wasn't in jail that long, man. This shit, this shit is crazy. But the main, uh, the main character on the show is 
is the girl who plays Ruth on Ozarks. I don't know her real name, but she won a couple of Emmys and stuff. And I think a Screen Actors Guild Award for Ozarks. So, yeah, um, you know, just based off of my research of the show after watching and stuff like that, she did a good job. Um, uh, <laughs> I just can't believe people be getting caught up into shit like this. They That people be getting conned and shit, man. I know... I know just throughout life and the things that I learned, just like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have agendas. Like, everybody pretty much has an agenda. And it's based off of it, how they how they live their life, you know what I'm saying? How they perceive certain things, the trauma that they've had in their life, how they grew up as a child and stuff like that. And everybody has an agenda. Everybody has their fears. Everybody has their insecurities. Everybody has their defense mechanisms and stuff like that. And they live their adult lives based off of how they grew up as a child. You know what I'm saying? From the day that they was born all the way up to they was, quote, unquote, an adult. And it's just people out here, you know what I'm saying? We all out here do foul stuff. We do things uh, intentionally, unintentionally, based off of, you know what I'm saying, just things that we've learned. You know what I'm saying? things that we saw, things that we've gone through and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was a good good series. Uh, like I said, it's called Inventing Anna. Um, yeah, check it out if you ain't already checked it out. But let me get into what I'm smoking this episode. I'm smoking the Alec Bradley cigar. It's called the Alec Bradley Metalist Cigar. Um. Yeah, for some reason, I tend to always gravitate toward, excuse me, that's burp three and four. I tend to gravitate toward Alec Bradley cigars for some reason. Since I'm still considered a newbie in the cigar, in the cigar world, I'll try any cigar, you know what I'm saying? But uh, what I'm drinking uh, this episode is, what I'm drinking I'm drinking a Long Branch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Pretty good whiskey. Um, It goes well with the cigars. Not too strong. Let me take a sip. I was pre-gaming a little before I started recording. Not my typical pre-game. Just some, some quick, some slight, some quick. To keep the routine going. But the... uh. The cigar goes well with the whiskey. The whiskey is not um, bourbon whiskey. It's not overwhelming. It's not too strong. It goes well with the cigar. The cigar is not too strong as well. So they uh, pair uh, well together. Let me take another sip. So, excuse me, that was burp number five. Damn, I'm rolling this episode with the burps. <laughs> I begin text messages uh, once people listen to the episode and be like, um, damn, you had a lot of burps this episode. Or, yeah, you ain't even burp a lot this episode, <laughs> stuff like that. So I made it a point to reference the burps each and every episode since people pay attention. <laughs> so that's just one of the many tastes of a taste to consider podcast. So we're going to start out with another taste of this episode. We already had the movie and TVs. Now we're going to get into the blackety black woke segment. 
Yes, the Blackity Black Woke segment is back for this episode. And as you all know, the gas prices have been kicking our ass. Kicking our ass. Man, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it because, I mean, anything that I say is always considered a conspiracy theory, even though lately, the past two, three years, a lot of this shit has been <laughs> been coming to fruition <laughs> shit speaking of that the pfizer documents were released right yes the pfizer documents on their vaccine was released i seen the documents it was uh eight pages of the adverse reactions started on page 30 went all the way down to page 38 the adverse reactions were in alphabetical order and what was interesting about it was the adverse reactions were in small print, small fine print, just like you see those commercials where you see the fine print on the screen. That's how it was in the document. And it was eight pages full of small fine print adverse reactions in alphabetical order. And I'm going to just leave it there. So it says, according to a four-year request by the Blaze, the federal government paid media outlets such as ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC to advertise vaccines. So is that not unethical or not? I mean, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, like I said, this is this is a taste to consider podcast. The podcast has many tastes. Um. I'm I'm address everything. I'm gonna give you a taste of everything. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to agree with it, but I will give you a taste of everything. And I'm gonna leave it there on that subject. <laughs> Moving along. Like I said, the gas prices. The gas prices. I think I got a clip. Let me see if I can uh find that clip. Uh interesting clip. Um, here we go right here. So let me uh let me cue that up. Damn, I still had the music playing. So uh Sorry about that. Here we go with the uh, clip. This is Trump in 2020. Um, yeah, let me just go ahead and play it. More oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have ha- it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network. So the people. So that was Trump. Now, right here, who just started talking is Pete uh, Buttigieg, whoever, I don't know, Pete something, Pete Buttigieg, somebody with the uh, White House or whatever. <laughs> I forgot who he was, but yeah. Let me play it. From rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. We have more oil than anybody. Yeah, so you see, it was like a, uh, let me see what it says. It says, uh, um, Pete Buttigieg, uh, this was this week that just passed. He said, if gas prices are too high, just buy an electric car. Basically, that's what he said. That's me paraphrasing it. Um, Yeah, so it's just funny how, you know what I'm saying, a lot of shit that people be complaining about or the the conspiracy theories that be being pushed out and stuff, 
the shit be actually coming true. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter talking about they miss Trump and all this other stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? If you've been listening to this podcast, you know how I feel about the situation. The lesser of two evils always, the lesser of two evils is just not the way to go when you sitting here voting about things that affect your life. I'd rather you not vote at all. Don't buy into that fake-ass bullshit of voting actually is going to do something when it comes to that narrative of lesser of two evils because you see where we are now, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Ah, where am I at right now? Last last episode, I talk about now I'm starting to recall some things from last episode. They the the government always giving out money to everybody else but the the black folk for the reparations and stuff. And just people in America, period. You got people in, in America right now struggling with paying these gas prices, groceries, rent, mortgage. Finding a job, all that other stuff. Now, the government, United States government is about to pay up to $14 billion to to Ukraine. $14 billion. Actually, the exact amount is $13.6 billion in Ukraine aid. Here we go again. They always talk about the deficit and all this other stuff, but they always find a way to pull out money for somebody else except for us. And then y'all remember back in, uh, when was that? I forgot, a couple of years ago, uh, last year or the year before last. I don't remember because, shit, the past two years have just seemed like one full year dealing with all this bullshit that's been going on. Which y'all remember how they was deporting all the Haitian, the hate, the quote-unquote Haitian refugees and stuff like that. But then now all the stuff going on with Russia and Ukraine and stuff, now they're talking about tens of thousands of Ukrainians can stay in the U.S. without fear of deport, deport, deportation. And see, we go again. Like, see, that just goes back to last episode when I played that clip about the Ukraine and Russia stuff when they was the uh, media outlets and stuff was talking about how, you know what I'm saying, the war that's going on in Ukraine is this ain't no third world country. This ain't no, this ain't no, you know what I'm saying, Arabs or nothing like that. This ain't no terrorism type stuff. This is actual people with blonde hair and blue eyes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So you see how far this white supremacy and this white privilege goes. It just ain't in our country. This goes all around the world. And you already know I talked about how they was treating the the African people in Ukraine and stuff like that. So they was they was letting the 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 dogs and the animals, the house pets on the trains to get out of Ukraine before they was letting the Africans get on there. So you know what I'm saying? Same old shit. Just a different country. <laughs> Kamala Harris. She tweeted uh Yesterday and said one one year ago today, President Biden signed the American Rescue Plan into law. It helped deliver 500 million shots in arms, the biggest single year of job growth in history and the largest one year drop in unemployment on record. Going back to last episode, crazy how all this shit is just coming up now. I'm recalling everything. So when I saw that tweet. I put I, I replied by putting a, a screenshot on there about 
one of the topics that I talked about on the episode before last, the uh, the the wanted unwanted black man about how the the economy is is losing fifty billion dollars every year because they won't hire black men in all of these open positions that's out here in the United States. I don't know what to tell y'all, man. I just I'm just I'm just glad that I'm a critical thinker. I'm just glad I'm not a follower and this ain't no shade to nobody. It is what it is. I understand people got to grow when they grow. I ain't saying I'm I'm on you know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting here saying that I'm I'm the wokest of the wokest or or you know what I'm saying? I ain't part of the matrix or whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to say, whatever whatever narrative you you want to push <laughs> but i do know that you know what i'm saying i am sitting here and questioning everything because i know that these people do not have our best interests at, at heart they proved too many times that they don't have our best interests at heart so that is the conclusion of the blackity black woke segment just one of the many tastes of a taste to consider podcast so we about to get into some more of the fun stuff more of the surface stuff but not really the surface stuff surface topics but they can go deeper so this 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 episode is titled this is going to be a a two three or maybe even four parter you know what i'm saying i only did that once So this might be the second time that I'm going to have a a multiple parter of an episode. But this episode is entitled Dating Games. So, you know what I'm saying? I took my break after season three um, around my birthday time up until season four because of the Venus retrograde, the Mercury retrograde, and just me needing to breathe it, just try to get through some through some things mentally and emotionally. And... So I've, I, I have not, I haven't not been working. I just haven't been recording. So I've been saving topics. So I'm, I'm sort of like doing a, a topic dump as well as, you know what I'm saying? As I always say on this podcast, <laughs> these episodes just be coming together and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to sit here and say, I don't know how I know how is, is, is just all God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the flow of the universe that these episodes be coming together the way that they do. So I know this clip I'm about to play. Everybody has seen it by now. If you're, you know what I'm saying, deeply on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. So I seen the I seen the clip, but I didn't listen to the clip. I just saw the headline of the clip. I didn't want to listen to the clip because so many people was involved in in it at that time. And that's that's something that I, I normally do uh, when when certain clips or viral memes and clips and stuff like that come out. I usually don't even pay attention to them. I, I'll save them and I'll come back to them later because I don't want to get involved into the collective energy of of all of the comments and stuff that's going on 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 social media. Excuse me. Burp number six. 
so a lot of these these topics or these videos is stuff that uh excuse me burp number seven is stuff that's already been out there but i've just been saving them because i don't want you know what i'm saying um people's views and the energy that's out there with with these memes and stuff like that to get you know what i'm saying into my mind and, and mess up my my point of view and not saying that my point of view is not going to be similar to other people's, but I just don't want to be influenced by it. So we want to start off with this first clip. And this was one. This is a viral clip that's been going around recently. So let me pull this up. Let me make sure I got it queued up and everything. Um, all right, let's go. And this is my first time hearing it. So you getting the, the first initial reaction of me hearing what's being said in it. So. I did this on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Normally, a lot of times when I deal with these topics and, topics and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I sit with them for a little while to, you know, try to write down certain notes and stuff like that to, to make sure I say exactly what I want to say and what is exactly me. But this one and a couple of other ones is I'm, I'm visiting for the first time. So you get my first initial reaction. So this is going to be interesting <laughs> for me as well. So let's start. Literally, she says, I got a good job. I make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo, like, <laughs> it's like, who wants you? Who wants you? you you're right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is, is these, because I, and this is the thing, I'm not blaming Ooh, the, the women. women are going to hate him for that shit <laughs> No, they are gonna hate him for that. They, they I can't wait to put this shit out. Literally, she says, "I got a good job." Okay, so you heard the clip, and I'm sure you know <laughs> you've seen it plenty of times on social media. So I'm sitting here, and if you if you watching on YouTube right now, you see me rubbing my eyes because I'm just like, "What the hell is wrong with Bamish?" Huh? Like. But this says a lot, like like I said initially when I was talking about inventing the answer, how you grow up and certain things and how certain things is in your mind, how you perceive things, defense mechanisms, insecurities, fears, and all this other stuff. So let me start. Let me start off by <laughs> let me start off by saying this. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with, with people, man? All right, so. <laughs> Let me relight my cigar. <laughs> Man. My initial thoughts is that this dude is really insecure. And I'm not saying this to to shade him or to be petty or anything like that. Because, you know, you listen to this podcast, you follow my blog, anything like that. Follow me on social media. I talk about my insecurities, fears, and all that other stuff. But this dude is really insecure. And any dude who thinks like him is really insecure. I know I've talked about plenty of times about, you know what I'm saying, uh, women. Um, a, a lot of women today having a lot of masculine energy and stuff like that. And how that affects their relationships with men. Who naturally, you know what I'm saying, um who naturally uh, 
live their life in a masculine way. You know what I'm saying? Naturally, men and women both have that masculine and feminine energy, right? You know what I'm saying? That's just the balance of life. That's the duality of life, the yin and yang of life. But I have talked about plenty of times how, you know, it's it's a lot of women out here these days that had to live their life in within their masculine energy more you know what i'm saying um and that being from programming uh societal programming things that they were taught in their life things that they've seen and stuff like that so i'm not even going to sit here and, and act like i'm blaming women for anything like that because you know what i'm saying on the other hand you know what I'm saying? You have men that don't even touch their feminine side, never touch their feminine side in their life or whatever. And I've talked about that plenty of times, how when I started going to therapy, that's when I actually started to understand how important you have to have that balance of the masculine and feminine energy and, and being a man and understanding your emotions and feelings and stuff like that. But normally, you know what I'm saying, when dudes look at things like this, you know what I'm saying? That they wouldn't want to date a woman because she's making more money or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they they are insecure because they feel as though, and this 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 can go a lot of ways. Like, like I said on last episode, everything ain't black and white. We always try to make things black and white, but the gray area always is much stronger and bigger than the black and white situation. So you can look at guys that feel this way and you don't know where this mindset came from. You know what I'm saying? But a, from my experience, when I've seen guys that think like this or whatever, most of the time, them guys, they like to have the control over women. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether it's... Uh, they got to be the one making more money or they got to have the mental control or the emotional control over the woman and stuff like that. And when they deal with a woman who is making more money than them, then it, it emasculates them to a certain degree because in a man's, in a man's mind and how we've been taught and and programmed to be as a child that we had to be the breadwinner. We had to take care of the family. We had to have the, we had to be the leader of the family, the head of the household and stuff. And that all has to do with money. You know what I'm saying? And that's not, that's not accurate. You know what I'm saying? You can be the head of the household and not be the one making the majority of the money. But we so caught up into a lot of what society tells us, men and women, that, you know what I'm saying, we feel as though money is the most important thing of, of, of a relationship. That's why a lot of relationships that break up, marriages, divorcing and stuff like that is over money because of the program that we've been conditioned to to be caught up in, too. You know what I'm saying? Like... Our worth has to be tied to money, man or woman. Our worth has to be tied to degrees, man or woman. Our worth has to be tied to what job we do or what position we have, man or woman. Our cars or our house has to be tied to, uh, you know what I'm saying, our position in life, man or woman. All material shit. 
Nothing that has to do with personality, our character, our intentions, how we treat a person or nothing like that. Everything these days when it comes to dating and relationships is money, financial and materialistic shit. And everybody isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't, you know what I'm saying, isn't indoctrinated in that, that they, you know what I'm saying, rule their relationships around that. But it does affect their relationship in some type of way based off of what's been pushed to us. And that's why I always say people got to got to understand the words that they use. Relationships is relationships is just not the proper word to use because words word the words being used wires your mind to think a certain way. So if you just totally thinking about relationship, 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 you jump into social media, what your good, good girlfriends are telling you, what your homeboys telling you, what your aunt telling you, what your mother telling you, your grandma, your father and all that other stuff. It's all about relating and you're you're relating your relationship based off of something that somebody else is telling you your relationship should be it's not about no partnership that's why i say using the term partnership is very important because when you use the the term partnership the word partnership it's about two people coming together to work together to have a common goal together it ain't always about agreeing or having the same thoughts and perceptions and all that other stuff but it's about coming to a common ground and you actually having a partner in life a partner in life where you can enjoy certain things do certain things together have certain goals together support your partner and certain goals and stuff like that this is about forward movement when you're talking about relating this is just relationships or relating it's just about uh where you at right now and we coming together, and if you like this, I'll and and I like this, then we should be together, or we should spend time together. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It's no. It's it's nothing intentional about that. Nothing intentional about that at all. It's just about what is what's feeling good at the moment. You know what I'm saying? What's making me happy at the moment? Or what looks good at the moment, whether it's social media or what looks good to your family or what looks good to your friends or what looks good to the outside world. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that I'm going to sit here and say that a woman who makes more money than me is less attractive. That's bullshit. If 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 I'm if I'm dating a woman and she makes more money than me and we on the same page of of wanting a partnership, of having a partner in life to enjoy life together, to experience life together, then I don't care how much money she making. Because if we in a partnership together, my money is her money. Her money is my money. We we gonna, we gonna enjoy the hell out of life together. <laughs> but when you're relating, it's all about individual aspects. You're relating based off of individual pleasures, individual desires, individual fulfillments. 
there ain't no partnership there. That's just us having fun for these particular moments. And once that desire, once those happy feelings go away, those happy moments go away, those desires and stuff go away, then there's a problem. There's no foundation built because everything is built off of us being totally individuals just straight individuals we don't care about we don't we don't fully care about each other we are in this thing for ourselves what can satisfy our our individual selves in that moment point blank and period that's what relationships is that's what relating is but when you're talking about partnerships man we doing this together I see you, you see me, I'm going to support you, you support me, we're going to move along together. We are partners for life, partners for life. Yeah, <laughs> but man, people out here be tripping, and yeah, dudes got to chill and relax on that, That, uh, but I, I mean, I, un, I get it, I get it, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't get it, because I get it, I definitely get it. Because there's women out here that's so caught up into the material aspect of life and, you know what I'm saying, wanting uh, their man to make a certain amount of money and to look a certain way on social media and be able to get certain things and stuff like that, that they can't see, they can't actually see the person that they're in a partnership with, you know what I'm saying? They just looking at it as, you know what I'm saying, what what desire, what fulfillment can I have next? What happy moment can I have next? And if that person isn't satisfying me, then I'll move along to the next person. And that's just jumping around. That's just jumping around, trying to find happiness in something outside of yourself. But if you're comfortable within yourself, you have peace within yourself, you understand that you that healing and that growth and evolution isn't linear then you know that you will take the ups and downs with any person that you're in a partnership with all right we're gonna move on to the next clip and this one is a clip that that went viral a while ago but i had it saved for a while and it just all lined up, so we're going to get to it. All right, here we go. Let me see. Let me make sure I, I got through everything that I needed to get through with that last time. I'm just trying to think. Um, but, yeah, just going back to that clip or whatever, like I was saying, like it's, it's women out here that will, that will purposely try to, to emasculate um, a man because he don't make a certain amount of money or whatever, um, or he's not in a certain position, or he doesn't dress a certain way or drive a certain car and stuff like that. Just forgetting the fact of who he is, how he actually treats her and stuff like that. Because like I, I forgot which episode it was. I think it was the Heartbreak Hotel episode that I uh, had recently. That was like the first episode of season four. Um, it's always easy to go out here and have a good time with anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's, 
it's easy to have a good time with somebody. But what is that person actually bringing to the table? And here we go. I know y'all probably saying, hey, that cliche term, what you bring into the table type shit. But but that shit is real. What are you bringing to the table for me? Uh, Like in my case, are you actually going to be a nurturer? Like just speaking to me, speaking to the things that I know about me, my love languages and stuff like that. Are you going to be a nurturer? Are you going to be um, affectionate? Are you be uh, affirming and stuff like that? Because, I mean, just the way I feel, I feel like uh, having a woman in your life that's, you know what I'm saying, having a partner in your life that's, you know what I'm saying, a woman, speaking for me personally, um, that that just pushes me to just be the best man that I can be. You know what I'm saying? No no matter what, what uh, amount of money she's making or not, you know what I'm saying, even if she's in if she's higher than me in the materialistic aspect or financial aspect or whatever, what are you actually bringing to me outside of that to make me, you know what I'm saying, want to grow or, you know what I'm saying, want to be the best person I can be or whatever. I can go out here and have a good time with anybody. That's that's easy, you know what I'm saying? That's nothing. <laughs> but... um. Let me move on to the next clip. Uh, let me see where I'm at. Yeah, because, yeah, money can, you can lose a job at any minute. Money can go any minute. A car can break down any minute. You can lose your house at any minute. That shit, that shit can go at any minute. What are you actually bringing to the table as a person? But, hey, we forget about that. We so caught up into social media and posting selfies selfies i said selfies selfies and booty pictures and stacks and what car we driving and stuff like that you know what i'm saying we all caught up <laughs> here go the second clip let me play this jump uh. Hey you guys, so I wanted to give you guys a quick little tip on how to make a first impression last. Okay, so I've been talking to someone for literally like two days now and we decided to have our first meetup, link, date, whatever you want to call it. And just through our conversation, I know for a fact he is an avid cigar smoker. He enjoys a good cigar over a glass of brandy or whiskey. I can't remember which one. I think it was whiskey. But um, I picked up on that little mental note. And I remember that my dad is an avid cigar smoker and he has a really nice collection. So before getting on the road for our date today, I decided to stop by my parents' house and actually pick up a cigar. And my dad actually threw in a cigar cutter. And my mom, being the mom that she is, was like, oh my God, Samara, you can't take it just like that and hand a cigar and a cutter, wrap it. And I'm like, well, what do I have to wrap it with? Her crafty self had some twine in a paper bag. So I wrapped a cigar in literally a paper bag I folded up and some twine. And I really hope this is a good first impression. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. And I know this is one of those viral clips that was going around a while ago. So I know I'm late to the party, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, this is a beautiful thing. And no, the guy is not me. <laughs> the guy is not me. You know what I'm saying? I love cigars and drinking them over some whiskey, some bourbon, and all that good stuff, cognac. But the guy was not me. But, hey, she did a beautiful thing. And 
and this is what I'm talking about, intentional. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, she said they had a couple of conversations. This was, this was their first meetup. I think this was a beautiful thing, but I got a couple of more clips to play for you. So, but initially, like I said, this is a beautiful thing. I, I feel like she she took time. To, you know what I'm saying? She put a lot of care into and thought into this. And this is what you should do when you when you dating, when you're uh in a partnership, you know what I'm saying? And and I'll keep using this term in a relationship. You you should do this, you know what I'm saying? And this shows this shows that you actually paying attention. And this is one thing that guys always talk about and this talk about just talked about period when it comes to dating relationships and stuff like that women don't listen <laughs> women don't listen they don't pay attention all they care about is is <laughs> is what they got to say what they feeling and all that other stuff so the fact that she took the time out to actually listen to what the dude was saying and make it a part of their first date is a beautiful thing but she actually got backlash for this shit. And it is crazy to me. Like women, it was women that was on social media that was going on her. Talking about some why you doing this and stuff like that. And I got a clip that uh, that, uh, <laughs> as an example. But yeah, I think this is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to play this second clip. This is a... This was an update of the, the actual date. So here we go. So here's an update. He loved the gift. Loved it. Um, he said he's never received like a gift on a first date ever before. So it really made me stand out. And we actually drove to a little point in Baltimore that is his favorite spot. Um, it was by the water. And we actually stayed in the car because it was cold. But he showed me how to cut the cigar. He explained like the whole breakdown of cigars and how there's different levels. All right. Well, let me stop it right here. <laughs> and see, by her doing what she did, this actually like initiated the guy into the situation because let's 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 be honest most guys when they dating and stuff like that they usually don't pay attention to the small details they usually don't pay attention to the small details or usually pay attention to things that that women do for them period and in relationships partnerships whatever or even dating like because like i said most people have their agendas she came out with her agenda that she wanted to make dude feel comfortable. She wanted to make dude feel wanted, desired, and that she actually cared about what he liked. You know what I'm saying? The things that he was into and stuff like that. And, I mean, let's just be honest. Most dudes ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? They, they not there yet. So by her initiating him into being intentional and stuff like that, they were actually able to get closer. You know what I'm saying? He was actually able to be intentional with showing her how to cut a cigar and, 
you know what I'm saying, smoke it with type of cigars and all that other type of stuff. So it's all about in, being intentional. Like I said, you can go out here and have a good time with anybody. You can go out here and meet somebody at the bar or go on a date to the movies or dinner or whatever and just have a good time. But were you actually being intentional in, in these moments? Were you actually focused on an agenda? Was the dude actually focused? Well, I'm just trying to take her out, take her on a date or whatever so I can hit. Was the girl just trying to do all this stuff or whatever so she can, you know what I'm saying, reel them in and she can have something to talk about or to show off on social media or whatever? Or to find a husband? Or were you actually being intentional with the moment of just enjoying the moment? Enjoying the moment being in the moment, caring about the moment, caring about the person, you know what I'm saying? It's just so much deeper than just going out having a good time or or being in a relationship and having a baby and getting married. What are you actually being intentional about? What are you actually bringing to the table? So let me finish playing the clip. And we actually got to smoke the cigar and he showed me how to smoke it properly because in the past I used to choke. But he definitely told me, like, this made me stand out. And he's very appreciative for me just listening and picking up on little. And people was giving giving her hell. Or no, not even her. Her and the dude giving them giving both of them hell for him saying that this actually makes you stand out. They was actually killing the killing both of them for that for that for the dude saying that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like stuff should make excuse me i don't even know what burp that was what number eight and nine but shit should you should do shit to make you stand out you know what i'm saying that's what separates your authenticity your intention you being intentional and actually being in tune with a person like i keep saying like i'm gonna continue to say this as long as it's relevant I can go out here with anybody and have drinks. You say you like to drink. I'm going out here to uh to date, going on a date with a woman. She say she like drinking uh she like margaritas and stuff like that. But then I take her to a whiskey bar because that's what I like. What type of shit is that? That's not being intentional. We can still have a good time because you know what I'm saying, we we outside the house and you know what I'm saying, you get some alcohol in you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you start loosening up. But is this actually being intentional? So if every so after this first date, she decided to go out on another date with me. So I continue to take her to whiskey bars and stuff like that. Or if she don't even like cigar smoke <laughs> and I take her to a cigar bar. That is not being intentional. That is not me standing out. That is not me paying attention to her. That is not me understanding her. Do you get it? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, because a lot of people don't get it because the, a lot of the shit that I see on social media about the stuff that people complain about and stuff, a lot of people, a lot of us, and I'm saying us because I ain't, I'm not perfect. A lot of us are our own worst enemies because of our agendas, our agendas, our defense mechanisms, our fears, our insecurities. Whatever narratives are being pushed on us by our good good girlfriends or our homeboys or our aunties and moms and dads and all that other stuff. Let me finish playing the clip. 
things and he actually surprised me by taking me to a record store because i mentioned to him i was trying to buy i was trying to grow my vinyl oh man see what i'm saying right there so by him being initiated it don't matter who 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 stars people be too caught up into who needs to do her who needs to do what first she initiated the intentional part of this whole engagement that they're having engagement of them dating or getting to know each other court courting you know what i'm saying people don't court no more you know what i'm saying we i'm fortunate enough that i lived in you know what i'm saying i grew up in a time where i understand all these phases of the courting and all that other stuff because i was born in 1981 so <laughs> i'm 40 years old so i ain't i'm not stuck in this new age where everything is just about but bbl bbls and twerking and stacks and whatever else goes on pushing p all this other bullshit that go on i just don't I, i'm not there <laughs> but yeah let me go back to the clip action that i had so he surprised me as well and yeah ladies i will keep you posted on this one because he's a good one oh man <laughs> And this is what I'm talking about. People actually, people just be trying. What is your agenda? What is your agenda with whatever you're doing? But right now we're focusing on data. What is your agenda for dating? Are you just trying to find a husband? Are you just trying to have a baby? Are you actually trying to have a partnership? Are you just trying to have a relationship? Are you just trying to have somebody to show off on social media? Are you just I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not privy to everybody's trauma in their lives or their fears and insecurities and defense mechanisms. So this this is the third clip right here that goes along with the first two clips. And this right here is is a criticism that I that I found interesting. So I'm gonna play that one. Yeah, beautiful boss Davis. She did say the date went very well. The one where she bought him a cigar and then wrapped it up and his dad gave him the cigar cutter and all this other stuff. But did you catch the part where he admitted that he was a narcissist? Did you catch the signs that automatically already he's a narcissist? Oh my when she says that the date went well and that he says, yes, I'm really impressed. Like nobody's ever done this. And that really sets you apart. Let me start right here. How the fuck does that... S and this is the problem. And this is why I make sure to point out that I'm not a mental health professional because people easily throw around these terms. Like, I speak from my experiences. I speak from my experiences. You know you know what I'm saying? Uh, granted, I have my opinions on things and stuff like that, but those opinions are based off of my experiences. But this is the problem with people just randomly using these terms that's coming out here. Narcissism, gaslighting, stonewalling, and depression, anxiety, and all this other stuff. How the hell did him saying that this makes you stand out and stuff prove that he's a narcissist? Like, narcissism is a personality disorder. That has nothing to do with what the hell he said. And this is what I'm talking about right here. And this is the problem with with social media and people using the term common sense or whatever. Common sense is too damn common. Too many people are just too worried about what everybody else is doing and not doing what they want to do. Seriously. 
because in that moment, he was being honest with her. He was being vulnerable to a certain degree by saying that I never had nobody actually take the time to consider me, to consider me, to hear me, to, to listen to me, to see me, to make me feel good about myself, to make me feel <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying, that I'm, I'm, I'm wanted, that, I'm, that I matter. That I'm worth something in this moment. Let me go back to the clip. That is a classic narcissist phrase. Because what narcissists do is they keep you auditioning and performing for them. Constantly trying to earn their approval of you so that they don't have to show up and earn you. If he was a real narcissist, he wouldn't have took her to that record store. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been paying attention to, to the fact he wouldn't have been paying attention to her, those conversations before they met up to the point where he actually remembered, oh, she did something for me. Well, then I have to show my appreciation by doing something for her. And what did he do? He took her to the record shop. I, I, I don't remember if uh, she said that he bought the records and I'm pretty sure he bought the records. I mean, I wouldn't take uh, if it was me, I wouldn't take you to the record shop and then I didn't buy the records. I mean, like this is about intentional. This is about. This is about this is this is partnership. You know what I'm saying? Doing for other, what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. It ain't no competing with each other. I'm not competing with you because you make more money than me. You got this job or whatever because you got this accomplishment or because you getting the you you this successful. This, this ain't no competition. This is about us together. We are one. That's a partnership. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to relationships and relating. Everything is about individualism. Everything is about competing. Everything is about one-upping each other. Everything is about looking better than other or having something over somebody's head to use against them. Manipulation and stuff like that. That is relating. That is relationships. Partnerships is actually considering the person. Let me play this bullshit clip that you don't really see the dark stuff the things that are wrong with them so i am willing and this is what i talk about <laughs> i ain't even let the joke play this is what i talk about agendas fears insecurities and all that other stuff she's she's saying all this stuff based off of her experiences so i can't necessarily fall her even though it, it pisses me off a little bit because i'm like dude ain't do nothing wrong the girl didn't do nothing wrong either they were both being intentional. They were both considering each other. They were both, I mean, I said it all. Let me finish playing this clip. <laughs> that for this beautiful young lady, and I'm not saying there's something wrong with her. I'm saying that she has a pattern, but I'm willing to bet that he wouldn't be the first narcissist. How you know, how you know she got a pattern? I mean, I, I, I get what she's saying. Cause it's, it's people like, just speaking off of my experiences, like, I've been a people pleaser in my life to, and I've talked about this plenty of times before, how people pleasers, they usually do things in order to get something back. They do, they, they, they do things in order to receive love back from other people. But I'm just not getting that from this situation. I just feel like they were both feeling each other. They, the girl initiated everything. They were engaged. And then he reciprocated. 
And that's what partnerships is about, reciprocation. It ain't about competing who can give the best gift or who can do what for who this day and all this other stuff. And, oh, I'm going to do this for Valentine's Day for social media and all this other stuff. And I'm going to post this and post that. No, this is about actually just being in tune with each other. Just, ah, that's a beautiful thing, man. <laughs> Let me finish this clip for real this time been in a relationship with hopefully it doesn't work out yeah and she spoke ill on that joke she said hopefully it don't work out and this is what i'm talking about when it comes to social media and your good good girlfriends and all your your mama and daddy and all these other people being so into your shit you know what i'm saying it's one thing to give blanket advice you know general advice you know what i'm saying but it's another thing to try to steer a person to do something based off of your experiences or your trauma your fears and insecurity projection you know what i'm saying people project a lot you know what i'm saying we we all do to a certain degree but let me delete this 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 shit off my phone <laughs> That was just an example of like the shit that was happening from those initial and you know of uh, <laughs> video clips. Damn, bro. And that that goes back like even before like those videos came out, I found those videos. I had tweeted something back in August and I said how I said social media has really fucked up the little things when it comes to relationships. And I was so glad I saved this tweet because it lines up to everything that those three clips that I played has to do with. Like that last clip I just played, the little things that they did, that was little to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just you meeting up, you know what I'm saying? You buy the person a gift or something like that. The conversations that y'all had, whether it was a book, a cigar, or taking them to a certain restaurant because they like a certain type of food or something like that. I thought this was normal. <laughs> like, this is why I said, this is why I'm glad I'm from a different different period of time because I thought this was normal for dating and courting a person that you're supposed to do certain things like this. You're supposed to um cater to the woman and things that she like and vice versa i thought that's what you're supposed to do that just makes total sense to me why am i doing something totally opposite than what the person actually is into or likes and stuff i just don't get it what the fuck is wrong with people these days i don't get it <laughs> I'm, I'm shit i'm like losing my voice because i'm just like what the fuck is social media has fucked up relationships period for one, it is hiding. And, and let me just let me just say this for all things about social media is not bad. But to a certain degree, it is fucked up dating, relationships, marriage, and all that other stuff. Because people are just so totally focused on the wrong things, things that that aren't tangible. They just don't care. I just don't get it, man. Like, like I said. If it's not the financial or the material stuff, it's only being solely focused on the agenda of having a husband or having a wife 
or having a kid or having this house or stuff like that. Stuff that is shown, you know what I'm saying? It's showy, you know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with actually being involved with the person, being engaged with the person. You know what I'm saying? You hear all these stories about people being married and, and together or whatever and staying together, staying together just for the kids and all that other stuff like that. And that just shows you, like, what the fuck? Like, man, come on. <laughs> oh, I can go on and on. Uh, I ain't even going to delete this tweet because I know this shit is going to be relevant at some point. Um. Here's, here's a post that I came across on uh, social media. And let me read this jump. It says, dude inbox. This is from a woman. She says, dude inboxed me and asked me when he could bring me roses and spoil me. Cute gesture. No shame on him at all. But I don't even like roses. So let's start there. Back it up. Before you approach a woman and try to do nice things for her, make sure it's what she likes. Some of y'all aren't bad dudes, but y'all approach is off. Slow down, learn a woman first. And initially, when I first saw this post, I was like, man, what the fuck wrong? You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with her, man? The dude just trying to do something. And initially, yeah, like I agree with both sides. Like coming off just straight, if you don't know the, the woman and you just trying to, trying to uh, do something nice for her or whatever. Yeah, most of the times a uh, dude's first thought is to just jump to flowers or something like that. Cool. She don't like him. That's fine. According to to this post, she don't like the the flowers or whatever, and and, and she went through and said what she said. Fine. You don't like the flowers and stuff like that. But you don't have to down the dude for something like. And I'm a, like, uh, like I just said before, dudes don't pay attention to dudes don't really be a lot of times. Most dudes don't be intentional with a lot of things that they do or whatever. You know what I'm saying? This is just about just doing something so they can achieve their agenda like most people. So he gave the roses to get her attention. Cool. So if that was the initial thing, I'm fine with with the dude doing that. But I also understand where the woman coming from because that's what I just spoke on, being intentional, you know what I'm saying? Actually having a conversation, figuring out what she likes and stuff like that. So that's fine. But I don't think it's that serious to jump on social media and start bashing the nigga for actually trying because that's, that's where a lot of dudes um, stop at, trying, because of situations like this being rejected or being blasted or being made fun of and talked about like that so it kind of got to be like you got to give like i understand where she coming from but you got to kind of like give the guy a little grace in this in this situation especially if y'all haven't had um conversations and talked and stuff like that like this is kind of like his way of trying to get your attention to show to his interest and stuff because <laughs> like I was I have conversations with my barber all the time and we always talk about how, you know, what I'm saying how just the things have just totally changed these days. Like women, women are the aggressors these days with coming at men and stuff like that. It's to the point now where dudes don't even really come at women like that because of a lot of the stuff that go on, like uh, uh, harassment or 
certain Bamas that certain other guys that be out here doing too much or whatever, and then every woman thinking that every guy is the same and stuff like that. So it's it's really difficult for guys to approach women these days. And just just taking it a little further with like the uh, money, financial aspect, uh, job aspect, and stuff like that. So it can be really difficult for a guy to come at a woman. So I put this post in there because I understand both sides. So it kind of like. <sighs> it's a lose lose situation or it's a win win situation. You just it's a catch. You know, what I'm saying it's a catch 22 with with these situations when you're trying to actually initiate something with a woman or a man. You just you just never know. So, let me move along. Damn. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in my 20s right now. But shit, to be in my 40s right now, and I'm just going to stay in the house <laughs> and watch my mo- <laughs> and watch my movies <laughs> and do the podcast <laughs> and go to work and gym. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Okay, so here's another post I came across that's that gotta do with the uh being intentional and being in relationships and partnerships and such. So let me look at this outline across this stuff out. All right, so This post, uh, where I find this on Twitter or something? I think it was on Twitter. Um, a woman, she said, men who don't remember monthly anniversaries. So then this dude responded and he said, men don't care about these things because they are mostly not at the receiving end of such celebratory moments. Women are creative in inventing celebratory occasions because the gifting aspect of such events largely lean towards them. And see, you see what I'm saying? Like the agendas, the when you come to relationships and relating and stuff like that and how everything is always individually based as opposed to partnerships like and not. And I'm I'm coming from both sides because I like I said, like I said already, m- most men don't pay attention to these small details and stuff like that. Um, I never was a person who was into anniversaries because I looked at it like it was a thing of that it was mostly uh, for marriages. But that's that's the way. That's the way that I learned it. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I'm right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to start extending that the anniversary portion and stuff to to the the partnership before marriage or whatever. Because and now that I'm sitting here talking about it, it I I should because for the simple fact that I don't look at it like the label of marriage actually constitutes a solid commitment of an actual relationship or partnership because niggas cheat all the time when they, when they marry. So, you know what I'm saying? So 
that don't really mean, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I look at it. Marriage, the label of marriage and the actual act of marriage doesn't mean anything because people cheat all the time, even when they marry. So I look at it like that actual quote unquote commitment of marriage doesn't really mean anything. I feel like just you can be committed whether you're got that label or not. You know what I'm saying? It's just all about what the two people in that relationship or partnership actually is are committed to. You know what I'm saying? But I do understand both sides. I feel you should be intentional. You should be intentional about um, celebrating your your relationship or your partnership or your significant other or whatever, whether it be man or woman, you know what I'm saying? Both people should be doing it. But I do understand the man's point of view of these certain aspects, whether it be Valentine's Day, anniversaries, and whatever holiday where it's gift-giving going on, that the man is usually the man usually catches the short end of the stick of these these situations. So I do understand both point of views. You know what I'm saying? I do understand that the man has to start being intentional and stuff like that. And, and you know what I'm saying? Don't solely focus on just, you know, well, I ain't getting nothing, so I ain't going to get her ass nothing. Well, if, if you thinking like that period, then you probably shouldn't be with with her you know what i'm saying or and vice versa so you know what i'm saying if the person ain't celebrating you uplifting you and and all that other stuff and desiring you and all that good stuff then you probably shouldn't be with her anyway especially if you've if you communicated that with her and, and those changes have been made because i look at it like this and i was thinking about this early and i and i was uh listening to one of my one of my spiritual videos and it kind of um talked about this about how we are born without knowing anything. We have to learn everything that we have come to know to the point that we are today. So stop buying that bullshit when people tell you they can't change or this is just the way they are. This is their personality and all that other bullshit. No, that's bullshit because you are born not knowing anything. You learn the things that you know now. So you can unlearn those, you can unlearn those things and relearn something else. So it's all about the choices that you make, that you choose to make. Point blank and period. So don't stop buying that shit, man and one. <laughs> like I'm just convinced. <laughs> like that that shit is bullshit when people say that, well, this is just who I am, or uh maybe somebody else can love you better and all that no nigga either you make the choice or not and if you don't want to make the choice then you just ain't feeling me and all that other stuff point blank and period whether you're gonna be stubborn egotistical prideful whatever but yeah moving on (laughs) oh man i can't wait for the uh feedback from this episode so here's another uh post that's similar to the one i just read this is a woman who initially started she said uh you guys suck at showing you care no paragraphs no roses no surprise dates nothing but disappointments so then a dude responded to her he said cap we definitely do these things but y'all expect it too often all these things hit differently when it's rare so we keep it that way if we did them too often it will become a nuance because you start expecting it, making it more of a job than a form of admiration. All right, so 
let me let me sit let me sit with this for a minute. So this is similar to to the last thing. I understand both both sides. I understand. I get it. I get it. You want to be you want to be celebrated. You want to be desired and all that other stuff. We all should. That we are we're, all of us are worthy of that. All of us. We are all worthy of that. And starting with the woman's post. So <laughs> I get it. I get what she's saying. You know what I'm saying? You want to feel, you want to make your woman feel, you know what I'm saying, good, desired, and all that other stuff, you know, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, uh, flowers, dates, buying her outfits, uh, roses, affirmations, buying her books, and I'm solely speaking from things that I've done. I've bought books, um affirmed or uh su- supported supported them buy stuff you know what i'm saying i've 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 done every angle every angle because i feel like just based off of my growth and evolution as a person you should touch every angle spiritually emotionally physically mentally you should touch every angle and in the process of doing that you will you will learn what touches them more so you can focus on that more but that doesn't necessarily mean eliminate everything else because one thing that i feel that a lot of people have uh, misconstrued with love languages they think that the top the top love language of a person or the top love languages of a person is the only ones that matter all of them matter they're all we all um connect with each love language but just some are more important than others to the individual based on you know what i'm saying how they came up or what type of personality they have and such and such but i think when we go to the guy's response when he says you know um all these things hit different when when it's rare and stuff and like that i understand where he's coming from to a degree that you want to make certain things feel special or feel like a surprise but on the other hand i kind of get from what he's saying and what he's trying to relay maybe it could be misconstrued as it being manipulative that you only do certain things in order to get a certain reaction or whenever you feel like doing it and you're not going to tell me how to do this when to do this and all that other stuff i've been there you know what i'm saying i've been the guy who who's been that type of person you ain't gonna tell me what to do you know what I'm saying, all that other stuff. I've been that guy, you know what I'm saying? And that was based off of, you know, the type of mother that I had. You know, I had a, you know what I'm saying, a, a strict, strong type mother. So it was kind of that that battle there. And then not excluding the fact that she's a Gemini and I'm a Sagittarius, total opposites. So those are things that I've kind of learned, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to tell me to do this or I ain't going to, you know, I'm going to do it when I feel like doing it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, and this is the same thing on the other end when women use sex and stuff like that. Well, I'm mad at him and I ain't going to have sex. I understand. I ain't saying you just supposed to give it up just to give it up. But when you use certain things as a weapon, whether it's gifts or treating somebody the way they supposed to be treated or celebrating them and all that other stuff that's a problem 
that's when it comes down to relating being in a relationship that you only solely focus on the individual aspects you being too prideful you being too egotistical and all that other stuff like people don't fight for love these days people look at it as well this nigga pissed me off or she pissed me off and then it's just done people don't fight for love people don't look at it as you know what i'm saying as if they don't go through life and have issues or difficulties and struggles in any other part. They look at it as any difficulty and struggle, they got to move on from it. That's classic defense mechanisms and avoidance of things. They they swear they detaching from stuff or, or practicing non-attachment. But that's just bullshit. It's just being defensive and and following some shit that you've seen on social media or some shit that your good, good girlfriend said or your homeboy said. Just more bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> the dating games. Oh, <laughs> uh, where I'm at. Um. Okay, so just continuing on with social media and dating and stuff like that. I came across this post. I swear this cigar have gone has gone out so many times because I haven't been keeping up with it. And see, that's like a metaphor right there. You know, you have the cigar and if you don't tend to it, it'll go out. And then you, if you have to keep relighting it, then at a certain point it can't be relit. <laughs> And that's how a relationship is. You get it? <laughs> but nah, um, <laughs> so and then shit i tried to relight the damn cigar and the cigar ain't even <laughs> ain't even <laughs> come back up so here's the uh the next post there's a two a two-parter from the same uh woman right here she says i feel like women wanting to be posted has less to do with social media and more with wanting to be loved out loud slash shown off some men fail to understand that like it costs nothing to make your partner feel like you're proud to have them even if it's not important or that let me let me rewind back like it costs nothing to make your partner feel like you're proud to have them even if it's not quote important end quote or quote that deep end quote to you Y'all spend more time complaining or arguing than just doing it and making your partner happy. And if y'all can't see the negative, toxic shit that's within this post, then I don't know what to say about y'all. There's no judgment, but hey, like I said, this is a taste to consider podcast. The podcast has many tastes. You don't have to agree with the taste, but hey. In order to know if you can you going if you going like the taste, love the taste, agree with the taste or not, you got to get a taste for it. So, hey, this is what it is. Hey, man, this this some bullshit. I'm just saying it. This is just my opinion. This this post is some bullshit. And this just shows how important social media is to m- most people than it is to actually be in a f- partnership. And she used the term partner in it. If you if you actually being a partner and in a real partnership, it doesn't matter what's going on on social media because you already are fulfilled because you already connected. You already engaged. You already initiated into an actual partnership of considering the person. 
But if you are just relating and in a relationship and worrying about what everybody else thinks, then this shit has nothing to do with, um, let me use her words. This has nothing to do with being loved out loud or shown off. What does being loved out loud and shown off really mean? If you only talking about social media. If I'm loving you out loud, and, and this is talking from a man's perspective, most men are in tune with their feelings and emotions. So if I'm actually loving you out loud, why does it have to be on social media? If I'm actually sitting here telling you this is how I feel, like, um, baby, you know what I'm saying? When I just sit at work sometimes, I just be thinking about you and I miss you. I think about, you know what I'm saying, all the things that I want to experience with you. I want to do this with you. I want you to understand this about me. Hey, baby, you know what I'm saying? I wrote this poem for you because, you know what I'm saying, I was just I was just sitting down just thinking about all the beautiful things you do for me. Uh, hey, baby, you know what I'm saying? You've you been cooking dinner all week or whatever. You've been putting it down. Dinner been great. Let me take you out this weekend and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that loving out loud? Why does it have to fucking be on so? Why is loving out loud or being shown off constitutes on social media? So we are making social media the real world as if we aren't actually in the real, real world. <laughs> And I'm doing things. It's not like I'm keeping you in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isn't loving you out loud constitutes more than just posting you on social media? Isn't me making sure that, you know what I'm saying, you wake up to a smile on your face in the morning with a good morning text or with an affirmation or making sure, you know what I'm saying, if I send you a cash app for so you can buy lunch today or you can buy your coffee in the morning or if I take off of work one day so I can meet you for lunch so we can go out and do this type of thing, you know what I'm saying, or if I take you out for the weekend to to a, just to a hotel even if we in the same state and we go out to dinner or if I take you on what the fuck is wrong with people like seriously <laughs> like <laughs> people uh people just got this shit all fucked up this shit this shit is all wide that's why I say social media has fucked up the little things and the little things matter everything has to be fucking extravagant everything has to be uh a celebratory post or an extravagant post of some bullshit but the shit don't mean nothing y'all been arguing all week and then because i'm i'm doing this and posting it on social media then we cool then everybody's happy what the hell is wrong with y'all the gate the dating games man <laughs> this shit is crazy bro oh man mm mm mm, -mm. Uh, let me see where I'm at where I'm at let me let me let me see uh um yeah I came across this tweet a while ago and well not a while ago a couple of weeks ago and not even now I'm looking at the date not even a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> And it says a healthy relationship is when you're enjoying the connection, not getting attached to the outcome of it. And this is this just goes back to everything like people just get so caught up into their agendas, the outcome of of, of what's going to happen. I need I'm looking for a husband. I want to have a kid. I'm looking for a wife. 
I want to have this man that got this type of money. I want a girl that got this this fat ass and all this other stuff. We're so focused on certain outcomes in order to show shit off as opposed to actually being connected to a person. What I've been saying, the partnership of things, partnership, being connected, being engaged, being initiated into the actual moment of things. But when people and it's just I wish I saved that clip, but it's on the uh, Heartbreak Hotel episode when two people come together, when you have a man and woman coming together, you have a man and he got his his societal program burdens on him of having to have a certain job, having to be able to make a certain amount of money and stuff like that. And him being solely focused on that. And then you have a woman being caught up into her societal programs of getting married and having a kid and, and, and stuff like that. And then you bring these two people together with their, their individual burdens. And then they're going to project those burdens on each other and not actually connecting and enjoying each other. And always solely focus on negative aspects of what's going on in their relationship and never focusing on positive things that happen in their relationship that's why most relationships break up it ain't got nothing to do with no fucking money and no other shit like that it's because niggas ain't people ain't connected people solely focus on negative shit and they're caught up into what everybody else is doing I came across another post. This is a uh, page that I follow on uh, Instagram, a good page. It's called The Holistic Psychologist. And this is what she posted. She said, many people are addicted to the biochemical reactions of love and are disillusioned with the relationship when they end. Let me read that again so you can really understand it, because I've already been talking about this. Many people are addicted to the biochemical reactions of love and are disillusioned with the relationship when they end. She goes further. When we, quote, fall in love, end quote, we are experiencing a very intense biochemical reaction. Oxytocin, toxin, dopamine, serotonin are released from the brain into the body, and boy, does it feel good. We are, quote, high, end quote, on love, which creates the silly slash fun behaviors like not being able to stop smiling and the obsessive desire to connect with that person. When I was reading all this, I was thinking about puppy love, infatuation and stuff. What people all that's why it's so easy for people to get married when they meet each get married like a couple of weeks after meeting each other and stuff like that. And people just be just be going off on that. People be people you see those memes. Oh, you've been with this person for you be with this person for such and such years, but then you meet a person and then you just fall right in love and then they give you everything that you've been wanting and all this other stuff. That shit is puppy love and infatuation shit. The test of time always proves things in relationship. And I don't mean that you just sit there and just deal with bullshit and not uh, uh, put boundaries and stuff in place and like that. You know what I'm saying? But let's just be honest. People just got to just chill with that puppy love infatuation meme shit. <laughs> but let me get back to the post. She says, our body is building a bond through powerful love hormones. If anybody has ever taken any type of drug or drink alcohol or anything, you understand this. When you get those 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 feelings of of being free or 
or being high in the moment and stuff like that or being intoxicated with something. That's the same thing as the puppy love and infatuation and stuff. But what is the person actually bringing to the table in the long run? That's why I say it's, it's easy to go out here and just have a good time with somebody and feel good. And particularly when when people break up and stuff like that or whatever, it's always good for that's why these rebound situations happen, because you're getting high in the moment that you're down. You're in a down moment. You're in a depressed moment. Then you getting these high reactions from another individual. But it ain't even got nothing to do with the actual individual. It's just those feelings that's going on in your body. Back to the post. It says, many of us believe that love feels this way. Usually when someone first falls in love, they'll comment on how the person makes them feel. They make me so happy. They make me feel young again, special, like a high schooler, etc. Love becomes wrapped up in how a person makes us feel. But what happens when that chemical runs out? Let me repeat that again. But what happens when that chemical runs out? After a certain time period, they always do. And then we are left with another human being with their own patterns, habits, belief systems and unresolved traumas. And when those chemicals run out and the person no longer makes us, quote, feel good, end quote, we believe love is lost. We are also left facing ourselves. And most of us have very conflicted relationships with ourselves that new love helps keeps us distracted from. Let me read this sentence again. We are also left facing ourselves and most of us have very conflicted relationships with ourselves that new love helps keep us distracted from. You see a lot of people just breaking up because they they having a, a moment where they not happy in a relationship and stuff like that. And they trying to seek that happiness out with somebody else. I talked about it on Heartbreak Hotel how when you have like um when you have a guy going through a breakup and he not he don't have no way to um to he don't have a safe place to talk to anybody or you know what I'm saying actually help in a healthy way work out his emotions and stuff. So what he do? Run the alcohol, he run the drugs, he run the running through women and stuff like that. And then on the other hand, you got women. When they break up, what they do? Cut their hair, get tattoos, start dressing a certain way start hanging out with their good good girlfriends uh go through a whole phase and all that other stuff you know what i'm saying unhealthy shit so let me finish let me say where i'm at uh authentic love is not a feeling it is an action it is a choice what i say about choices like you even make the choice of whether you're going to change, evolve, or whatever, especially when somebody communicate with you. Like, things can be unlearned. You can learn new things and all that other stuff. Stop buying that shit where, like, this is just my personality or somebody else can love you better and all this other stuff. Niggas making the decision to not change. It's just as simple as that. I've been on both ends of it where I didn't want to do it and been on the other end where somebody said the same thing with me i mean we all have i mean be real um authentic love is not a feeling it is an action it is a choice building a relationship is challenging and it takes work 
And that's what some people don't want to accept. People don't want to accept that relationships or partnerships, as I say, take work. They do take work. Same thing with anything that you do in life. Your relationship with yourself that we normally neglect. We normally neglect our relationship with ourself and put all of our energy into somebody else because of, you know what I'm saying, societal programs, things that we've learned, things that we've gone through. You know what I'm saying? We look at it like we got to. We got to do certain thing in order to receive love as opposed to that we are already worthy of love and we are love and we should just be loving. And then those energies actually come back to us. Back to the post. It says, especially because few of us actually witness healthy, open, honest, emotionally connected relationships. What I just say. See what I'm saying? And the truth is, as you build them, it often doesn't feel good. It requires learning how to communicate how to have difficult conversations, how to be vulnerable, how to be honest within integrity, and how to practice grace, forgiveness, and self-compassion in the process. Authentic love is a safe space for two people to be free to be themselves while also evolving together. What I'm saying, man, this, this, this is, man, the past, since I've been in therapy, this is what I've learned about actually being in a relationship or partnership and this is what i've been striving to be as an individual to myself so i can be that to somebody else and actually receive that from someone else you know what i'm saying because we just got this shit all fucked up we we've been totally duped in how what a what love is what a relationship and what a partnership is so finish off the post that says so many people relationship hop for a reason. They're chasing a feeling. What I say, <laughs> love is not a feeling. It is a practice, a practice, just like anything that we do in life. Everything, every time you wake up every day, everything that is a part of your life is a practice, is is whatever difficulty, struggles or new things you're learning, relearning, unlearning, all that it is a practice. You have to practice. Allen Iverson, my favorite player in the world, and, and you know how he go. <laughs> we talking about practice. Yeah, we talking about practice right here. Practice. You have to practice. And that's why I'm so foolish. Even before I started recording, I saw somebody post something about some lady stop being a, a wife to these men if you ain't already got a ring. How else are you supposed to know how to be a certain thing if you aren't already practicing it? And I'm not sitting here saying, once again, I'm not sitting here saying just let somebody walk over you and use you and stuff like that. You have to put boundaries and stuff in place. But how in hell am I supposed to learn how to be a husband if I'm in a club every weekend or I'm in the streets every weekend? How the hell is, how the hell are you supposed to be a wife if if you in the club every weekend or on I ain't trying to judge but I mean it is what it is if you on the pole if if you if you a man or a woman hopping around talking to this person and, and that person you know what I'm saying come on now um moving on so another post that I came across that reiterated this this I just love how all this stuff just be coming together for these these podcast episodes man um, this post says modern relationships are more often used for a dopamine fix or a stepping stone than they are for actual intimacy, internal growth and partnership. 
And this is what I'm talking about. You can't have no intimacy if you aren't being vulnerable. If you can't openly communicate with your partner about your feelings and emotions, have difficult conversations, show your negative side and stuff like that, there's no intimacy. You can't connect on any level if there isn't any vulnerability or any intimacy. You can't connect. You you can't. It is just a series of feel-good moments that you're chasing. Point blank and period. You can't grow and evolve with your partner if you aren't being vulnerable. You just can't. You can't. You can't. You can't do it if you aren't practicing these things. If you aren't communicating, I just don't get people, man. I, and and I'm not trying to judge because I've been there before, and I know I'm in the, in a different mind frame right now, and I'm in a place where I want to practice these things, but you have to actually have willing individuals. And just a lot of people just ain't there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just so focused on surface shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I say about social media. It's just, And you just you actually have to be self-aware and actually understand, um, are you really chasing, are you actually chasing these these highs, these feel-good things, you know what I'm saying, these, these feel-good moments or whatever, or are you actually practicing stuff? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think this is the last post, but this one has to do with everything. This this one says, y'all went from codependency to establishing hyper-independence to make up for it. Stop thinking extremism towards anything is healthy. The goal is healthy relationships and a healthy sense of self. That's it. And see, and this is... And I totally agree with this post. We do do that. We go from our most depressed moments, the codependency parts of us, to this hyperdependence part of saying, I don't need this, I don't need that. Well, I got this now. Well, let me go, you know what I'm saying, figure out what I'm going to do. Just like that first clip when the woman said, you know what I'm saying? I got the money. I got the degrees. I got the job. So let me see what I can. F- let me go get a man now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's just a. A tangible object or just some some <laughs> item, uh, the next item or the next label she can obtain. And guys do it, too, because what's funny about that, that's actually what that's actually most guys M.O.s. They. They try to find a job first or find their purpose first or the money first and stuff like that. Then they go after the woman. And then that's that's usually when you see men just come into a situation when they they in a certain position where they they looking for a woman that they can control. It's just another aspect of, of their life where they can find something that they control. So if a woman's doing it, that's even harsher because you you know what I'm saying, women's supposed to be you know, more into their feminine side than <laughs> than the masculine side. But let me go more into the post. It says, people be quick to go from one extreme to the next thinking that's balance. No, balance sits right in the middle. What I say about everybody always seeing things is just black and white. And that, that goes into relationships. People get pissed off, they leave. 
people happy, they good. That's just black and white. People don't focus on the gray area. They always looking at the negative or the positive. Negative or positive. That and it ain't even just the 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 subtle negative and positive. It's the extreme negative and positive. They they totally throw out um everything gets lost in translation at that point when you go to the the uh to those extremes. Everything gets lost in translation. You totally forget about who the person actually is that you've been dealing with for for whatever amount of time. You totally forget about it. Like it's to the point where you just like <laughs> you forget about everything that every good thing that 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 person has done for you. You forget about every time that it was a bad situation and how that person came to you to actually correct the situation or something, whether it be man or female. I'm not picking no sides in this. Back to the post. It says, um, there's nothing wrong with wanting a relationship. It's your intentions with having a relationship is what matters. Same for the other person. That determines the health. I mean, that that just that sums up everything that I've been talking about, man. Like, what are your intentions? What are your intentions, man? What is the agenda? Like, we gotta we all gotta do better. <laughs> we all gotta do better. And we got to stop getting caught up into this social media shit. This shit is ruining us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me see if there's something else. Uh, let me end off with these posts. And these more so motivational posts to just kind of, you know, just kind of lighten the mood of everything. And I've read this one before on uh, Heartbreak Hotel. It says a healthy relationship is not about never making mistakes. We are all human and still growing, but it is about having the tools, skills and willingness to take accountability and repair damage and to make the appropriate changes to reduce the chances of repeating the harm again. That's the practice. That's being intentional. That is considering the other person. Here's another one. A life partner is the goal. Someone to do life with, to learn with, to grow old with. Just two people watering one another and enjoying the fruits of their labor. How beautiful is that? I, I swear I'm going to watch a love movie tonight. Whether it's the program. I, I say the program. That's a damn football movie. <laughs> the photograph. Uh, love Jones something. I, I'm just in the lovey, lovey mood. <laughs> Man, I have enjoyed y'all and i've enjoyed this episode and i hope y'all have enjoyed it too um this is definitely going to be part two next week of dating games i'm probably gonna have a part three but yeah i'm not i got a lot of more topics that has to do with all of this stuff so some things might be repeated but they damn well need to be repeated because just like y'all getting programmed out here with the other stuff, y'all can get programmed <laughs> y'all on the Taste Stick and Sitter podcast. Oh, man, I'm going to end this song with, uh, I'm going to end this episode with a song from the new Lucky Day album, Candy Drip. Very good album. Uh, Lucky Day is proving that he is one of the top R&B male dudes. So this song is called Compassion. It speaks to me a lot, and it speaks to this episode as well. So this 
This song is called Compassion by Lucky Day. I just want to send well wishes to everybody out there in relationships and partnerships, whatever y'all want to call them. But just know that it is more than just relating with somebody. Um, It takes work. It takes practice. I just send love out to everybody who is dealing with someone else in in a relationship or partnership and send that back to me so you know what i'm saying i can have those those good vibes because i definitely need them um uh yeah i don't want to go no further before i start <laughs> talking too much but um yeah uh catch me on instagram a taste to consider podcast uh, also, greatestiamblog.com, a taste to consider.com. I'm on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Also on YouTube. Also, check out the U and U Network. That is U A N D U underscore network on Instagram. The, all the podcasts on there. Uh, Unprocessed Knowledge, Reservation for Three, Separate the Two. Uh, three stars, two bars, code of shame. Um, what time is it now? It is 956. So I'm going to give me something to eat and enjoy me a love movie to make myself feel good. <laughs> I'm going to sage myself out of this episode, too, because it is. Uh, <laughs> whew. Yeah, so this song is Compassion by Lucky Day. Sticking to the podcast, the podcast of many tastes. I'm your host, Derek Silver, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Send me all your feedback, all that good stuff. You know how to do.
Sick and sit a podcast. Do you feel it? Yes, indeed. Damn. Second City Podcast. Can you feel it? Feel it in your soul. Damn. Say sticking to the podcast. Oh, we won't have to say sticking to the podcast. Yes, indeed. Damn, I'm about to play the shit out this song after I stop this recording. I'm about to add this shit on repeat while I edit. Say sticking to the podcast. Yes, indeed. Let's go.